Hello and welcome to the Conrad Life Report. It's uh, Friday, July 12th at 7.48 in the morning. This is attempt number two to record this podcast. I once again had lame mobile garage band app difficulties. Um, when was it? I think it was Wednesday, two days ago in the morning. I, I recorded it and when I was done, after 18 minutes, I realized it had only recorded a minute. So I'm keeping my eye on it this time, um, which I should have done last time. Uh, that said, you know, it is what it is till I decide to spring and get myself a new microphone. Um, cause it will sound better and I won't have to worry about the mobile app. But anyway, um, I do like the freedom of the mobile app of just holding my phone up, but it definitely doesn't sound as good. And I end up having to do it two or three times. Um, anyway, so clock's ticking because I want to finish this before I reach the maximum length that GarageBand Mobile allows. But um, let's see. It's been um, two weeks, a little over two weeks since the last one. So I did a lot in the last two weeks. Um, I made notes a few days ago. I'm looking at my notes here. But basically, let's see. Went to a show. I went to Liz Fair. Uh at Prospect Park, that was a nice Saturday evening. Um, this was Saturday, June 29th. It was very hot all day in the daytime. Oliver and I went on a ferry ride, then walked, hung out on Pier 1 on the meadow, and then walked through Brooklyn Heights. Um, and we did all that, but it was very, very hot. And uh, But then it really cooled down in the evening, out of nowhere in the evening hours, like at dusk. And by, by nighttime, it, it felt just 72 and breezy, um, which was 180 degrees, no pun intended, from earlier in the day. Um, so on the way there, I went and met my friend Eric Michelson. At, he was dining at the bar solo at Frankie's 457. So I went down there, met him, um, had a Whippoorwill beer, which is a tall boy can. I think Whippoorwill's from North Carolina. And then we went over to Prospect Park uh, Miss Ted Leo, but Liz Fair was fantastic. Her voice is, I think, better than her earlier years because um, I think she can sing better. I think she actually, or at least she's, maybe she's like sort of intending to sing more traditionally, but she projects her voice's character, um, betrays nothing about, say, her age, um, in terms of like being in, I'm assuming her forties, maybe even close to 50. Uh, I mean, I was so stunned. Like they had her voice cranked up in the mix too, as they should. It was just so powerful and awesome. And she's upstairs, up there, just beaming, huge smile on her face. Um, what a great show. Great, great, great show. Um, of course, everyone in Brooklyn was there for a free Liz Fair show on a hot summer night. So ran into a ton of friends. Um, Howard, Catherine, uh, Greg Vegas, his wife, Deb, uh, Phil Palazzolo, former producer of Taka Taka, um, and also new pornographers and a bunch of other great bands. Um, thanks to Pete and Kara for allowing me to use uh, their <laughs> tent passes since they didn't make it to the show. Um, and uh, who else was there? Oh, yeah, Sujan our friend and uh, Jim Flood. And afterwards we all went to Commonwealth, which I had not been to in years. And when I checked my Foursquare, it turns out I had not been to Commonwealth since Obama re-election night um, in 2012. 
obviously a very long time ago. Um, Commonwealth is such a great bar. I would go there more often if it wasn't just out of the way for me. Uh, if I recall correctly, it is owned by this guy, Ray, who from years was a bartender at the uh, much-missed Great Lakes Bar on Fifth Avenue. Um, so anyway, next day was, um, had my birthday, pretty low-key, but I just hadn't, you know, hung out, went to Prospect Park with Oliver and Julie, and then in the afternoon had a few beers at Bar Great Harry with the locals, meaning like Pete, Gabe, Howard, Eric, um, friend Greg McCarthy, who I know from beer and Grateful Dead circles here in Brooklyn, and um, friend Joe Rudge. Uh, so it was it was great. And then afterwards had cake and um, sang happy birthday back here at the house upstairs um, with my nieces and brother-in-law. And um, Howard and Eric came by for that too. It was a it was a great day. So the next day, July first, Canada Day, and um, Brian's birthday, um, we went to. I went to Cincinnati because my mom had surgery, which is it went well, so she's good. Um, but I went to a you know kind of be there for it, but also more practically to help with my dad while my mom was in the hospital for it. Um, well, it turned out to be about thirty six hours, which is pretty quick. Um, so I was in Cincinnati for that week. And I really didn't do anything except stay at home and help my dad. And there was also a, a nurse there too um, at home. And uh, so I didn't drive anywhere. I didn't go anywhere farther than five minutes drive from my parents' house the whole week. Uh, I would just go running in the early morning. And, um, or once I went in the late afternoon and it was, it was hot. Um, oh, let's see. I may have to pause this because... Um, I hear Oliver waking up. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. If I pause, there'll be a weird, uh, I'll have to edit this. Anyway, um, so the interesting thing about, two things interesting about Cincinnati, uh, this trip, is that I did get to socialize uh, a little bit with my friend Roth, who was kind enough to drive out to my neck of the woods in Cincinnati. And um, we had a beer. We had, I had two beers. I think he had one at... Um, the bar at the brand new Kroger, which I think I've mentioned in the past, Kroger, the grocery store, opened a huge new store in our neighborhood, um, and it replaces the old huge store. And um, they have a bar in it that's open from four to eight, which I think is becoming more common at these like superstores. And it's really great. And they have local beer. And the bartender is like <laughs> the same woman who's always bartending and she also orders all the beer apparently for that's in the refrigerator and um it's become kind of like it has to be like the big local bar in a sense that like there's a lot of people there from four to eight um it's really kind of fun um it it just so it goes to show you like the need for like kind of a local pub type atmosphere, especially in like our part of Cincinnati is like not at all um, interesting. It's like, you know, like rural roads, suburban-y roads, and then like big box avenues. Um, it's definitely not like, I would never recommend a new arrival coming to where my parents live because it's just not like, you know, it's nothing exciting. I love it, but it, you know, it's from, because I <laughs> grew up there and, um, but so anyway, my point being, there aren't any really cute little coffee shops or pubs or anything. Like there are in other parts of Cincinnati. There definitely are, but 
not where we are. So this Kroger bar tends to actually serve a purpose. Um, and the other interesting thing about this trip was I flew Frontier Airlines, um, at least on the way back to New York, because I had to buy this ticket sort of um, somewhat last minute. And um, also, it's a very expensive time to fly, <laughs> 4th of July week. So Frontier was interesting. I would fly it again solo. I would not fly it with family or a young kid because there's too many moving parts. And I have a feeling if something goes wrong, it everything devolves quickly into chaos. But it was okay flying it by myself for a short two-hour flight. The seats are definitely harder and less comfortable, um, as you may have heard. Um, they save money on cushions, I guess. And the seat back tray is literally the size of like an iPad. Um, but anyway, I actually thought it was okay. Um, and let's see, when I got back, you know, just... Worked another day, and then it was the weekend, and Oliver and I saw Toy Story 4 at Cabo Hill Cinemas, and he has not seen a Toy Story movie before on TV or in the movie, and he loved it. And he's really into Forky, um, which Forky is pretty awesome. So we've been talking a lot about Forky. Um, so kind of hope he wants to go again, because I, like I would like to see it again. Uh, and the other interesting thing the last couple of weeks is we had another three ring bender show at threes with the crew of Annie and Ray and uh, Annie Nero, Ray Rizzo, Mike Phillips, Jeremy Haynes, Stephanie Sanders, uh, David Nagler joined us for this one. John Shaw sang a song. We did all duets. Um, it was pretty good, pretty cool, a little bit lightly attended. I think it was just like a hot summer. I also think we didn't, no one really promoted it this time, which is fine. But um, we, uh, you know, it's just, it was just like a nice summer night gathering with good friends in the room and, um, Gabe came, um, my friend Debbie came, uh, it was a good time, Bradley, my, my dead night DJ and hung out with Bradley and Josh, the proprietor of threes afterwards. Um, so it was a good show. Let's see. I do hear Oliver waking up. I'm going to keep moving along here. This will be a short one this week. Uh, books a couple weeks ago, I finally finished the fifth season by NK Jemison. It is awesome. I have the next book, the Oculus something, um, on hold at the library. So I hope it gets in soon. And speaking of the library, I did check out, um, literally how the internet happened, which is that Brian McCulloch book. Actually the subtitle is what's well, how the internet happened, colon from Netscape to the iPhone. And I'm about a hundred pages in, um, I'm now at about like the, the rise of Amazon, basically follows the history of the internet starting with essentially the creation of the Mosaic browser by um, Mark Andreessen and others at the University of Illinois in 1990, well, 3-ish, 2 and 3, and um, really took me back to um, when I was at the University of Michigan in the early and mid-90s and browsing Mosaic, first um, on computer labs all over campus, especially the, the big one in Angel Hall. And then like by my junior year, like, you know, we had internet in our apartment and I was browsing the web on Mosaic on my Macintosh, uh, <laughs> not MacBook, my Macintosh. It really is, it was, you know, it was, a, it was fun to be at a, at a, at a university during, during this time because we, we really were at the vanguard of all this, just, you know, um, I did not that I did anything except actually use the internet, but, um, reading this book, it's interesting to see how like, oh, there were only 2 million, you know, mosaic users, you know, in the world, you know, for a while, or only 3 million people on the internet. It's like, wow, I was, I was one of those, definitely. Um, and I remember like 
pointing my Mosaic browser to uh, Addicted to Noise every day, um, which is kind of like a proto-pitchfork where they didn't do reviews, but they had like five articles a day, um, including a birthday segment every day called You Say It's Your Birthday, colon, whoever, like Mick Ronson or something. And they would like do a little like a birthday wrap-up, like here's a little bio. Anyway, I do miss those those early internet days. Um, so that book's going pretty well. And uh, next, I want to read, well, I have more books on hold at the library, but my friend Amber Score wrote a book called um, Releasing the Witness. Oh, here comes Oliver. Um, I may cut this off early. Um, so here he comes. I guess I'll just say this is the Conrad Life Report for... Uh, let's see. It is Friday, July 12th, reporting from my favorite chair in Carroll Gardens. Oh, hi, little guy. Do you want to say hi? Say hi. Hi. Um, all right. So have a good one till the next time and um, take care and see you soon. Bye-bye.